Why, hello there. My name is Kenji Dick. And I'm Claudia Dewey. And welcome to episode 101 of Wittenberg Radio, the first episode of the 2017-2018 season. It is September 12th, 2017, and I'm very excited to be here and also very nervous to be here. This is the first time for both of us that we're hosting this show, and it's kind of unbelievable. How are you doing today, Claudia? I'm doing so well. I'm so excited. I'm glad it's finally here. We're excited. I know. It's to been, do a really good year of radio show yeah. here. It's been a very uh, it's been a very interesting way for both of us uh, because we were asked to do this way back at the end of last year by our lovely past few hosts, Nicolene and Nolan. Um, and so we've just been kind of been waiting here and planning for a while, but now this is actually the day when we execute the ideas that we've been thinking about. So we cannot wait to do that. Um, it's going to be a very exciting year, as you can imagine, um, for us, but also for you. Uh, if you are a new or returning student, let us... Uh, probably not the first ones to say this to you, but we'll say it anyways. Welcome back to CMU or welcome to CMU. Uh, It's wonderful to have the new school season start here. Um, As much as I didn't want summer to end, uh, it's good to come back here once more. It's good to reconnect with people and also to meet new people here. Um, So if you are feeling a little bit confused or unsure about what you should do here, uh, that's why we're here. One of our jobs here at Wittenberg Radio is to uh, deliver you news about uh, the steam you uh about the CMU student body and all that is new within here on campus and the CMU student community. So one of the first few things we're going to talk about right here, uh, because this is the first episode and because we should uh, establish what's happening here on campus, we're going to talk about upcoming events. And I'm going to hand that to Claudia. Yeah, so there's a lot of really exciting things happening in the next little while. First up, uh, the fall retreat from September 15th to 17th at Camp Arnis. It's a really cool opportunity to get to know people, uh, to make some new friends. Uh, You can get a registration form from Shirley's office or the little counter there on on the south side and make sure to fill that out. I think it's only $30. Um, yeah, that's amazing. It should all. be a really good time and a fun opportunity to get to know people. Uh, then upcoming, something that's important uh, to me, Bill C262. There will be a discussion about that on September 14th. That's the uh, United Nations Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous Peoples. Uh, there's a group of students that were part of a pilgrimage to Ottawa in May or April, Mayish, uh, and they are going to re- yeah, report on that experience. So that's at 6 p.m. on South Campus in the conference room. It should be quite interesting, worth checking out, definitely. Uh, then coming up on September 23rd is the MPK Folk Fest. Uh, there are performances, musical guests uh, that should be really good. I've actually never been. I'm always away with soccer. but It's a good event. I, um, sorry, yeah. not to interrupt no, you. Have something to say. Great, go um, ahead. But yeah, MBK, MBK Folk Fest is great. Uh, I helped with the Arts and Entertainment Committee last year uh, with that. And even though it was raining, so we had to bring it inside, uh, it was still a fantastic event. Mm-hmm. Um, our arts and entertainment committee leaders, uh, Tara and Esther, do a wonderful job setting up uh, live musical slash movie events every time. And uh, I'm assuming this year will be uh, no exception. Will be no exception. I mm-hmm. suggest you head out on September 23rd. Yeah, and talk to Arts and Ents. That's Tara and Esther. Yes. So I'm sure they can give you more information on that. Uh, and then that same weekend is fall at CMU. There'll be a market uh, and. 
yeah, just other fun little stuff. There's stuff. also a nice bicycle race that's happening oh, yes, around the bike as jam. well. So that's pretty cool. And there's also like a little few other minor events. This is a particularly awesome event for alumni. So a lot of alumni from past uh, from CMU and also the schools that founded CMU also come out for this event as well. Uh, there's also a garden, I believe, mm-hmm. that uh, that people can also visit and uh, check out as well. So yeah, yeah, that's the the our big garden, Metanoia Farmers. It's a it's a co-op. Uh, uh, yeah, farm. You can buy shares and stuff. You can ask about that too. That's a really cool thing that's that's going on. That's been going on here for for a while now at CMU. Yes. Uh, yeah. So check out those events. Go to them. Get involved. Uh, it's a great way to to settle into life here at CMU. So do you want to receive some more assistance online by any chance? Well, I'm here to help you with uh, in regards to some Facebook pages that you could potentially connect to if you not already have. Um, these are their, Facebook is used quite often by the CMU student community, and we have a bunch of different pages that can help you with a variety of different aspects of uh, CMU. So one of the first two pages I'm going to recommend to you is CMU Classifies 2017 to 2018. Now, I think something that we can all agree with here is that textbooks are expensive, and that is no exception here at CMU. So as a way of uh, trying to avoid expensive textbooks, expensive new textbooks in particular, a lot of CMU students have uh, joined together to create this page called CMU Classifieds. So what it is that a lot of students post up their different textbooks from previous years and sell them for a cheaper price. So these are used textbooks. So if you're hoping to save some money um, with textbooks in regards to this year, you can go to that page and see what other students are selling here on campus and arrange to meet up with them and pay them in person. You can also get rid of some old textbooks that you may have lying around, say from like a couple years ago, maybe some some uh, BTS courses that you're no longer taking, and you can maybe make an extra buck or two by selling them off to someone else who might need it more than you do at the moment. So that CMU classifies 2017 to 2018. I highly recommend it if you're looking to save a buck or two or trying to make a buck or two in regards to textbooks. The next page, or pages, I would like to recommend to you is the CMU Commuters page uh, for 2017 to 2018, and also the CMU Residence page for 2017 to 2018. Uh, Depending on which you are, you should go to one of these pages and connect to them. Uh, These are two separate, these are two kind of uh, separate pages that kind of overlook uh, different events in regards to these two kind of communities here on campus. Uh, I, for one, am a commuter here at CMU, and so it's always good to go to the CMU Commuter page to understand what events are coming up. One event that normally comes up every month is uh, Pancake Wednesday. Every first Wednesday of the month, CMU commuter assistants host a pancake lunch for commuters, completely for free. But more often than not, I tend to forget about when it's happening, or maybe completely oblivious to the fact that it's happening. So it's always good to go to the commuter Facebook page to know when these events are coming up. So do connect to those pages if you need to know about your about just upcoming news in regards to life as a commuter or life in residence. So the last page I'm going to be recommending today is not necessarily the most important one for your academic purposes, but still a very hilarious page to visit to every once in a while. It's called the 2017-2018 CMU Memorable Quotes page. Uh, This is quite a hilarious page, um, precisely because these are students posting up quotes from their profs. Every once in a while, a prof may say something really unexpected and really hilarious, and you want to try finding a way to share that to the CMU community, to those who may not be necessarily in that class in that particular hour. Well, this is a great uh, page to do that. Um, so you have a bunch of hilarious quotes here posted from all the different from all different students from the student body, uh, from their different classes, and it's a great place to have a bit of a laugh every once in a while. Some of my favorite quotes personally are from the great uh, great Brian Fraze from history classes, um, and I'm expecting to see a lot more quotes from him, particularly this year. So please do go to this page if you want to hear some, if you want to have a good laugh, if you want to relieve yourself some stress, or if you definitely want to see maybe your profs as a little more human than, than usually. 
So again, the 2017-2018 CMU memorable quotes page. Go check out that page if you want to have a good laugh, and go check out the pages I previously recommended below. The links to all these pages will be in the description below. guest on Wittenberg Radio, we wanted to give you a feel for what student life at CMU is really like. Uh, And who better to do that than the Dean of Student Life? So we had the privilege of talking to Marilyn Peters Cleaver about, uh, yeah, what it's like to live at CMU and maybe some of the upcoming things uh, and how you can get involved at CMU. So we had a great chat and we're glad to share it with you. So here it is, our first interview with Marilyn Peters Cleaver. And yeah, just do what you want to do. All right. Is it going? Yeah. Oh, this whole time. Okay. Now, introducing Marilyn Peters Cleaver as our first guest on Wittenberg Radio. Welcome here, Marilyn. Well, thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. It's nice to have you here. Marilyn has been working at CMU for 31 years, believe it or not. Uh, She's the Dean of Student Life, and we are really excited to have her on and tell us a little bit about what life at CMU is like, Uh, especially for first-year students. This can be, I think... uh, yeah, a helpful thing to learn from the person that knows it all and to hear straight from her how life here works. All right. First of all, I'd go back to I when I first started at CMU, I worked as an admissions person and then I worked as the residence director. I lived for 13 years in the house in the back of the campus where Charlie Pronto lives now. And uh, and now for many years I've been here the, as Dean of Student Life. And um, one of the great things about my job is that I get to work with so many different people in our programs. Um, I supervise all these different areas, which includes athletics, international student programming, accessibility services, um, student finances, student employment, residence life, student advising, health and wellness, all about the counselors, and also about career advising. And so just by having all these different staff that work in these areas, I think we provide a lot of fantastic programs for all our new students and returning students. And so I think all of us really try to work with the mission of CMU, which, and part of that, that is just really encouraging students to succeed. And I think lots of times students don't exactly know where they want to go or what they want to be or what, what the journey will be in their life, but by participating and being involved, it really helps students to feel like they belong. And I think if students do exactly that. If they uh, get involved, they'll feel like they belong, and CMU can just be a wonderful place for people to meet other people, to learn a lot about who they are and um, where they're gonna go on their journey. Wow, that sounds great. Uh, What do you think, especially for a a new student that is entering the world of university for the first time, uh, I remember being a first year too and it's overwhelming there's so much going on and it seems like everyone knows what they're doing and you know nothing uh what would you say to that first year student that that doesn't feel like maybe they can participate in things because it's all so daunting and big i'd say the most important thing is to just get out there as hard as it is if you're a res student or if you're a commuter student just take the effort to go to that barbecue take make the effort to go to the retreat make the effort to go to a soccer game and I think 
if you do it right at the beginning, you have to remember everybody else is feeling the same way. So introduce yourself, say your name, who you are, um, and you'll be surprised. Most people will be happy to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, there's definitely something I wanted to ask you about. Um, a fascination with you as a as the dean of student life and as a very present um, member of, of staff here. Um, why? Where do you think that comes from? Like the MPK Folk Fest, for those of you that don't know, it's named after Marilyn Peters Cleaver. Um, what's the story there? Yeah, that's a really good question. Like... Um it is interesting how students pick up on certain things, and I think it would be really good if you asked some students that question. I'd be curious to see what they say. But I think um, I really love students. I have a real passion for relating to students, for helping students, and I think students have kind of picked up on that, or at least that's what I like to think. And uh, I care about them, and I feel like students often care about me as a person too, and I feel really touched by that. And so over the years, students have developed these interesting ways of kind of connecting and uh, it is very humbling and very rewarding for me personally too. <laughs> uh, you went to CNBC, right? I Yeah, I actually uh, was offered a job here right after high school at CNBC to work here as the faculty secretary and then I ended up taking some courses here and then I continued to do my undergraduate degree at um, University of Manitoba. Oh, okay. So you only took a couple courses here yeah, then? Yeah. And how was that for you? Oh, it was great because I took introduction to a Bible course. I took uh, introduction to sociology. I took an introduction to history class. I was in the first music ensemble that was ever created. Oh, wow. It wasn't a large choir, but it was just like 10 people. So I had the opportunity of really participating in those things that just um, really helped to shape my life. And I also lived on campus, even though I worked, I had the opportunity of living right in the residence. And I'm a big believer that uh, those kind of experiences are just, just, I made such great friendships throughout those years, and uh, it's really helped me become who I am today. Nice. Uh, what would you say has has changed over over all of those years? What's something that you've been privileged to watch? I guess a lot of changes happen over thirty years. That's another really good question. You would think. I think some of the things have changed tremendously. In those days, we basically had one phone at the end of the hallway. No one had their own phones in their room. No one would have had a cell phone. We didn't have computers. Everyone, um, we could write handwrite our essays. A lot of hand, essays were just handwritten and handed in. And then later that changed to typewriters. But even then, a lot of students would hire someone to type their essays because a lot of students didn't even know how to type. But I would say some of the basics are the same. And that's um, prioritizing the three S's. And I call that sleep, study, and socializing. In those <laughs> days, people still didn't know how to prioritize those things. And I think today, some students, you know, like you socialize all day and then you, or you know, you sleep all day and then you socialize all night or, you know, having to figure out those three S's was a big hmm. thing then and still a big thing today. <laughs> I've never heard that. That's yeah. quite good. Well, I just made that up. But I think that <laughs> sleep, study, and socializing are three things that are very important in a university life, and you have to find the balance of those three. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I'm sure we could all <laughs> work on that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was one of those people, I like to go to bed super late, yeah. but then you have to figure out, you just have to get in the mo up in the morning to do your work, right? You know, so. Right. Wow. Well, I don't know. Do we, how much time are we at here? Uh, we got some time still. Um, 
Also, hi, I exist. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, actually, I do have a question for Marilyn. Yes. Um, so you were saying, so like you've been doing this job as you've been st- uh, talking about before, like about 31 years. Yes. Um, so I'm just wondering, was so clearly, clearly you love doing this. Uh, you've been doing this for a very long time because of it. And so I'm wondering, what was like the initial spark behind your wanting to do this job? It, it, was there an initial spark or was there like a more long period of time when you realized you wanted to do this? I, I'm wondering, is there a story behind that at all? Well, that's a really good question too. When I was in high school, I went to Mennonite Collegiate Institute, which was a private high school, and I lived in residence there. And there were people who worked in residence life there, and I thought, gee, when I was in grade 12, that sounds like a really cool job. You kind of get to talk to a lot of people, like what are the issues, what are the things that they need to work at, and how do you address some of that? And I was one of them, like it was called something different, but kind of like a resident assistant there. But I never really thought that I would end up doing a similar kind of job. I'd planned to go to University of Winnipeg, and I was planning to actually go into education, be a teacher. And um, then along the way, um, I went on to do my master's. Then we taught for five years. Uh, I taught mostly New Testament and psychology at Swift Current Bible Institute. And then when we came here, we started in, in you know, spent a significant amount of time as residence directors and I just absolutely loved the job. I just loved being able to connect to students in that way. And and then I just, it evolved that I became more of an administrator. And it's really interesting. Later on in my life, I'm like, I always kept thinking, well, I wonder what I'm really gonna be. And all of a sudden I realized, I guess I've been what I'm going to be. Like it's just, <laughs> and I think sometimes students nowadays think, well, what's my profession? What am I gonna do? Like, how am I gonna get there? And I think there's something about just allowing your life to evolve. And it was through a lot of support from other people. Even when I thought about changing jobs, they're like, no, I think you should stay another five years. We really need you here right now. And eventually, I end up being here for 30 years, you know. Wow. That's, that's yeah, that's incredible. Thank you. Do you have, I'm, I'm curious, and I know this is on the spot, but uh, do you have a story from your time in res that you tell um, of a time that was, I don't know, the most, what, what maybe sums up res life uh, for you? Oh gosh, now I really got to think hard. Um, I absolutely loved living in residence. Um, and in those days, we didn't have open res hours like we do now. I think there was only open res on Sunday afternoons for maybe two hours. <laughs> and so it, it, you know, as you can imagine, and we didn't have near as many lounges as we have today. And so just even that interaction between male and female was different than it is right. today. But some of the, fun things were just, I still remember um, we got all the women together in the whole residence and we went to see the ballet and it was just a lot of fun, just that community building aspect. And I still see it happen today in just so many different ways. Nice. Yeah, I never lived on res. I've, I sometimes th- wonder how it how it would have been if I had had that chance. Well, I think one thing that's really different now is that, first of all, we wouldn't have enough room for everyone to live right. on campus. And we have hundreds of students that live off campus. They're commuter students. And it's great because they also have a, a great community. And we try to provide lots of options and ways for commuter students to also interact. So residence life is one option that some people choose and can participate participate in but there are many great options for commuter students as well so yeah all right well 
Well, thank you very much, Marilyn, for joining us. We've really appreciated hearing from you and how CMU was all those years ago and how it's transformed over the years. Um, be sure to say hi to Marilyn in the hallway if you see her, and please come to the MPK Folk Fest on Saturday, uh, September 23rd. Uh, it should be quite a hoot. Well, thank you so much for taking time to interview me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, thank you again to Marilyn for coming into the studio for this amazing interview. Uh, That was some very insightful. What do you think of that interview, Claudia? I think that was wonderful. What a great way to welcome people to CMU and make them feel really at home and also tell them about who Marilyn is. Don't you feel like you kind of know her now? Yeah. No, that's she definitely has that effect. Like more often than not, like when you're like, especially if you're walking down, like she's like, like she just exerts energy and positivity um and also but more importantly making you feel comfortable um so just like i especially felt that my first year when i first met her like she was just like so like so willing to like help you out and so so willing to get to know you and so like yeah she was great yeah she's like fantastic and so i was so happy to have her here in the studio so now moving on we're going to talk a little bit about Wittenberg this year um we have some plans and we won't reveal them all right now but for the most part we're going for the most part Wittenberg radio is going to be the same and also changing a little bit so one thing you may have already noticed is that we're going to be changing up a little bit of our social media uh we're going to be so the first big introduction is that not only we're going to be uh not only we kind of update our Facebook page which is great uh much needed update I feel but also we're going to be having uh two new platforms we're going to be having Instagram and YouTube. So here's the thing about Instagram. Uh, It's hot, it's young, it's relevant. (laughs) And more importantly than that, it's also a great way to connect with our student body. We understand that a lot of people within our student body uses Instagram, so we feel like it's appropriate that we jump over there. Now, we won't be uploading full episodes of Winterberg Radio on on Instagram because that's not possible, but what we will be posting there is uh, announcements of new episodes coming up and also just announcements of upcoming events and also maybe announcements of of guests on the show and also uh, what's going to be upcoming episodes. So please do connect to us on Winterberg Radio on Instagram. But our second social media platform that we're going to be using this year is YouTube. That's right. We're going to be on YouTube this year and we're going to be uploading full episodes of Wittenberg Radio there. As you probably know at this point, YouTube is a very popular streaming service that many people use, including other podcasters. And so it feels appropriate that Wittenberg Radio should make the jump as well. Now, to clarify, we are not exclusively uploading new episodes of Wittenberg Radio on YouTube. We will still be uploading new episodes on wittenbergradio.com as well. However, it has come to our attention that sometimes it is difficult to reach our website and play new episodes there. So me and Claudia have decided that we should also upload our episodes on a platform that everyone is very familiar with. So if you want to find a new episode of Wittenberg Radio, you can now find us at Wittenberg Radio on YouTube. Please like, share, and subscribe. Like to let us know that you approve of our product. Share to let your friends know that you approve of this product. And please subscribe to be notified when new episodes are uploaded. So thank you. Again, find us at YouTube at Wittenberg Radio. This year on Wittenberg, we're also looking for people to help us out. Uh, We have busy schedules and can't do it all on our own. And I think it's also a great opportunity for people who feel very passionately about certain subjects to come on and talk about them. Uh, This could be sports, news, cooking, um, yeah, film, music, whatever. Whatever it is, you can shoot us a message on Facebook or on our email account. Uh, Once again, Wittenberg 
Radio at gmail.com and our Facebook page is just Wittenberg Radio. You'll see us there. Uh, yeah, we want columnists, people who are willing to do a segment. Uh, and if you are at all interested, just ask us and we'll be happy to help you figure out what your role on Wittenberg Radio might look like. And you can find all the links to the various pages that we've just referred to on our description boxes for each, uh, depending on which media you are listening to. So whether that be YouTube, our, our show on WittenbergRadio.com or on Facebook. So, Claudia, why are we called Wittenberg Radio? That's something I've been wondering about for some time. Well, that's a great question. <laughs> it's a wonderful question. I actually wondered that myself, too, and I did some research. Believe it or not, the Wittenberg door is where Martin Luther posted 95 theses of complaints against the Catholic Church in 1517. That's 500 years ago this year. Wowee. Actually, October 31st, so Halloween and 500 years ago. Double wowee. Exactly. So he had a lot of problems with the Catholic Church uh, concerning all sorts of things, uh, the selling of indulgences, etc. You can learn about that in your intro BTS course. But it started the Reformation and brought a lot of change to the society and to, I guess, our whole world. It's had amazing and huge ramifications that affect us still today. Um, CMU is a Mennonite university that's part of the Protestant church, which came from the Reformation. So there's a lot of good historical stuff there. But the Wittenberg door is where these complaints were posted. And so the radio is trying to, as an ode to that, uh, be a platform for complaints and grievances regarding our society and a place to facilitate conversation around difficult things or or things that just don't make sense in our society uh, and trying to make sense of them. Uh, so we have the Wittenberg door uh, in the student center on South uh, where you can post any sort of uh, problems you have or, or I mean, they don't have to be necessarily negative. They can also be positive things, but discussion topics, controversial things. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And we really want uh, to, to talk about what you care about. So if you want to have some juicy uh, co- content here, post stuff on the Wittenberg door. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, that is absolutely true. And so we want to celebrate the Wittenberg Door in a big way this year um, by creating more engagement. And one way that we thought of creating more engagement is to have a bit of a contest. Now, in order to determine the winner of this contest, we want to emphasize the fact that this is randomly generated, so we won't show our own biases. But we want to award those uh, an award to one of the various people who may answer the question that we're about to ask. Our award is a $10 gift card for Folio Cafe. We're going to be hosting these contests every once in a while, probably once a month, but we cannot wait to do this because we want to see more engagement on our Wittenberg door. So the question that we're going to be asking is related to the recent forum that we just had here on campus. What do you think about the legalization of marijuana in Canada, and how do you think it will affect the CMU student body? The forum that we just had on Monday was a very fascinating conversation. There's a lot of things that Canada needs to consider when legalizing marijuana, some things that were prepared for, and some things that were not. And seeing your student body is somewhat related to that. There's a lot of people within our age group that consumes marijuana, and now that's going to be legalized, that culture is going to be changing. So, 
we want to hand the discussion to you. Again, what do you think about the legalization of marijuana in Canada and how do you think it will affect the student body here? You can leave your thoughts and comments on the Wittenberg door right beside the South Reception desk. Remember to leave your email and your name so then we can contact you if you win. And in order to learn who the winner is of our $10 folio gift card, you can listen to our episode next week to find out. So again, what do you think about the legalization of marijuana's country and how do you affect the student body? Leave your comments on the Wittenberg door. And now it's time for a classic segment here on Wittenberg Radio. We may be new hosts, but this segment's been here for some time and it will continue to be here for some time. Uh, It is Music Pick of the Week, or as I should say for this week, Music Picks of the Week, as both of us will be picking songs for the brand new school year. So for those of you who do not know what Music Pick of the Week is, it is when we, Claudia uh, and I pick a new song that we've been listening to and share it here on the airwaves for all of you to hear. Um, And that's basically the central idea of it. We basically share the music that we've been listening to and that we've been finding interesting. So, Claudia, what is your music pick of the week? My pick comes from uh, a little longer ago in my music listening history. Uh, It's called From the Night. It's a star song from the album No One Is Lost. From the night From the opposite side of the light From the twin planet we never see From downtown eternity From the night From the empty and glittering towers From the faces you glimpse through the glass From all of the dead hours From the night Here's a message to all of you sleeping Every dream in your head as you lie in your bed is worth keeping And she said
Wow, Claudia, thank you so much for that song. That was really, actually, that was pretty fascinating, pretty cool. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. It's a great one to listen to at night. It's fitting. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh... <laughs> for those of you who uh, obviously cannot see like I can, <laughs> Claudia clearly had a massive eye roll there. I thought that was pretty smart, but anyways, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, Kenji's up next. He's got a song picked for us, and I'm pretty excited to hear it myself. What is that? Tell us about it, Kenji. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my song for this week is a Japanese uh, DJ song called Shiki no Uta. It is by the wonderful Japanese DJ named New Jabs. Uh, so the reason why I'm picking this song for this week is because this song is it's full of energy and it's full of a uh, really good beat to it, um, but it's a very sentimental and maybe even a little bit of a sad song. Actually, uh, there's, it talks about this longing for the different, se- uh, longing for this person, and then hoping to see this person again in the different seasons. I feel like this is somewhat appropriate for the new school year. Uh, we're experiencing a transition from summer to fall, and I feel like to an extent we are saying goodbye to people that we met in summer, but also saying hello to new people within the, with within the fall, and so. With every new trans, with every transition with the season, I feel like we also have a transition in our personal lives as well. And so I feel like this is a perfect song that sums that up. Uh, this song is in Japanese, so I understand you may not understand the lyrics. But if you do want to understand the lyrics, uh, search up Shiki no Uta, and you can probably find a translation online. This is also found on the wonderful anime Samurai Champloo, which has a plethora of great music to it. And this is one of them. This is Shiki no Uta.
our first episode of Wittenberg Radio. Thanks for joining us, everyone. And please remember to like us on Facebook, Instagram, and find our YouTube page. Uh, and yeah, like, share, and subscribe. We really depend on your, uh, yeah, your following us and, and being with us on this, on this fun little trip that we're going on this year. I'm Kenji Dick. And I'm Claudia Duick. We'll see you next time. Radio is a production of CMU Student Council. The views and opinions expressed by hosts and guests are not necessarily those of CMU Student Council.